P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let him run! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, uh, that's a tape, tape. Whoever she is, I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish. <laughs> I'm always home. I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up. Hey Haw fans, welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I should say welcome to a April Fool's edition of P.S. I Still Love Hoffman. I'm ah. still... <laughs> I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, especially in these times, and we're always ready to talk all things Philip Seymour Hoffman and watch some weird Polish-American films, if you will. This is we we did this kind of like what did we wait no what what did we do last year that I'm like oh I think people actually thought like it felt like a we person. post I posted a video uh, sorry I posted a uh, an image on Instagram that we were doing this and I think people got excited yeah we're still not fully doing this in the sense of we don't have a copy of this movie that's you know either in English or just English subtitles, it's still that double-dubbed or double-double, <laughs> whatever you want to call that. Yeah, we're actually subtitled. going to be watching from the same exact link we saw years ago. <laughs> so it just proves to you, like, if this movie's online illegally, nobody cares. <laughs> However, uh, just a little bit of context. You and I are not in the same room today. No, uh, we're just want... doing appropriate we're... social distancing, podcast yeah, distancing. So podcast distancing so we'll be watching from a shared screen but in the privacy of our own homes just want to you know i think this is the first time since that we've been on since like the major covid19 stuff and just want to give a shout out to all the healthcare workers out there working hard and all you out there uh, during this time period stay safe stay healthy and if this is a way that you can entertain yourself and watch this movie distantly with us just google it you'll find it i'm sure and if not I don't know. We're going to try to paint a picture for you of the shit show we're watching. A little bit of background. (laughs) (laughs) A little background. This is a movie. It's on Philip Seymour Hoffman's IMDb. No one seems to know any information about this film. We asked his sister. We asked Amos Poe. This is like the true lost Hoffman film. Uh, Anything else you remember from it, Kyle? Um, No. I know there's (laughs) boobs. (laughs) <laughs> so we're going to press play from our weirdo Polish site. As you mentioned, we're going to watch it silently, but it's English words, but a Polish dub. Schuler means risk in Polish, I believe. No, I think it means cheat. Cheat? Okay, cheat. That's what it means. You're right. So there you go. You remembered something else from the movie. No, it's just because <laughs> I recently was like looking at the Wikipedia or whatever. <laughs> so. All right. So Shula. not that it matters. I'm going to press on go. Three, two, one, go. Castor Films. I said, oh, this is going so fast. And a Deck Drabinsky film. 
Cheat. Cheat. Ooh. There we go. So the English title. So yeah, no one seems to know how Hoffman winded up in this. It might be his first film. It might be one of his first films. His sister, Phil Hoffman, right there. Wow. His sister told us that she remember he went to Europe, and that's about it. So I'm assuming when he went to Europe, he shot this film. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's cool. I mean I'm I'm assuming they shot you know like in in Poland, so that's that's kind of cool. Like in Poland in the. Again, we're not sure exactly even what year. Like this might be like eighty nine, ninety, right? This might be. It says like... ninety one and ninety three in most places, so I'm not okay. sure what that means. So it would be tied because then, or no? What was um? What was Triple Bogey on a par five hole? Was that nineteen ninety? Around the same time, I, I'm pretty sure Triple Bogey is the first, but this might be the second. Oh, foodie scene. Right? <laughs> Are you going to cover this film on foodie films? Well, the scene at least, yeah. Um, and what just do you think a reminder, that is? Do you guys, think that's a night? Is that a port or is that just a a standard a house red of sorts? I don't know what they drink in Poland, like most commonly. Oh. oh my god! You know what I totally forgot about this film? That's going to make it super weird, but super appropriate. What's that? It takes place during a plague. Oh, where the, where they have to experience some social distancing themselves really how weird is that oh, that's yeah. not probably don't be spitting on cards that's just this guy needs to learn i think this is before they know oh, okay know. <laughs> it's before we knew too there's just so many things i'm watching these days that i'm just like oh no 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 how appropriate of a film though wow so i guess april fools is more like on us yeah april fools on us uh just some context as well I'm not sure if this film copy that we're watching from this website has ads or not. If it does, we'll let you know. Uh, oh, and of course, as always, you can follow us on social media. Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, that, Twitter. Yeah. That looks like was... a port glass right there. <laughs> and by the way, if you hear um, people in the background, it's probably, well, my dogs are significant others who have to be home at certain points so apologies for that but we can't exactly kick, kick them out at this point i'm all alone <laughs> right now well, if someone... not not you know yes not in general, not in general. <laughs> but it's okay if you are you're never you never. What, what is it you're what's the saying there's something like i don't know <laughs> you're something but you're never alone or you're alone but you're never you might be lonely but you're never alone right ah okay makes you sense know. you hit yeah. you have us to watch this Classic with us. Oh, weapon tree. So, what time, do we know? What time period this is supposed to be? I'm on the. Oh, I'm on the Schuler film and the Wikipedia page, but it's in Polish. The Wikipedia page. I don't know. It looks like. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. 1600s. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I went 1600 or no? I would think the 1800s. Could be, could be too. Or I'm sorry, I meant to say the 18th, like, like 1700s. Er, yeah, like 18th century or early 19th century. Like I'm just, I don't know. This looks very like Napoleon-esque to me. Oh, true. I actually think you might be right about that. Or like, yeah, I don't even know what, what but, year was like Barry Lyndon supposed to take place. Just any film that looks like this, I just always think of Barry Lyndon. Oh. So is this man a cheat right now? Is that what we're? So this doesn't even have subtitles on it. 
No, it just had the dub. Yes, so, you know, I just pulled up the Rotten Tomatoes page, and so, yeah, Schuler Cheat, uh, the year is 1750, oh, that guy just got wasted. Okay, you were Uh, right. uh, You were right on the nose. Europe is in a ravaged state following a plague. Oh my god. Victor Moritz (laughs) and, yeah, this this seems a little insensitive right now, jeez, what are we doing? Oh, there wasn't a bullet in it. Are these guys, are these guys lovers? Am I remembering that right? We couldn't really figure that out. Honestly, I'm understanding a lot more with the audio off, though, right? Like, because you're not like hearing that language. We don't know over it. <laughs> yeah, we should watch it sometime with a Polish person, or a person that speaks or understands Polish. It just doesn't need to be a Polish person. Uh, but Victor Moritz and Rufalf Days. Sevray are gamblers, frequenters of elegant casinos, and fashionable brothels. Rudolph is a young aristocrat, charming and charismatic. So I'm assuming that's the blonde guy we just saw. Mm. His degenerate behavior has an animal (laughs) intensity. Victor, though leading the life of libertine, remains to one side. He is a man of a refined taste, hence the port, despite his <laughs> low birth and buys his noble title thanks to his gambling skills. Victor and Rudolph have been inseparable friends for years. The, then two young, beautiful, innocent people... Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Then two young, beautiful, and innocent people, a brother and sister, enter their life. Interesting. <laughs> So it just seems like, so it's like Barry Lyndon meets, like, Caligula. Meets, like, uh... Little which, Women? Oh. Or, I was gonna say, pick your, uh, disease movie. Oh, yeah, exactly. Contagion, or... No, uh, Outbreak. Outbreak, yeah. Because <laughs> there's monkeys in this movie. Uh, <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes, it says a runtime of 130 minutes. God, I hope that's not true. Um, and in theaters, March 10th, 1994, wide. Okay, that was the wide release, but other places I saw 91, so maybe it went to like a Polish festival or something before that. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? There's, is that, are they drunk or are those plague people? I think it's plague people. Plague people. Because they're people with, like, with masks and stuff. Wow. I did not even remember this subplot. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get Hoffman soon enough. If I remember correctly, he's in the film quite a bit. It's not like a one-scene thing that we had to deal with early on in our run. Originally on P.S. I Love Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't, like, what is that? My, my gun? My second? My, my new, new gun. gun. My new gun. My yeah. new gun. And if you guys have figured it out, I usually mention this, but I didn't. This is a rewatch we're doing. We're watching this together. I think I mentioned that, but it's a. Uh, if you want to hear the original episode, be my guest. It's in the archive at cageclub.me. Oh, there he is. Yeah, climbing through. Oh, wait, isn't it? Yeah. Look at him. He's a little stable boy. I think we get our first Hoffman sex scene or something close to it. Are they the brother and sister? No, I don't think so. I think he's just like a stable boy. Uh, they could be. I don't remember. And that was kind of going to be my point. Like it, you could listen to. He it. looks Look weird how young there. He looks. 
His like chin looked very. <laughs> I I didn't catch that. What do you think he's wearing a prosthetic? Almost, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> right? Doesn't look really. He looks like he's, probably, um, he's just young. He looks like Gerard Depardieu there. <laughs> Good athletic skills by him here. Well, he was a wrestler in high school, so true. Oh, and I was going to say, like our original episode, probably not going to provide that much more context. FYI, I think we know no, more now than we did at the time. No more, or just like understand that there's just like, or maybe it's just we're a bit more like at the time we were just like this is such a mystery. And while it still is like a mystery, at least like as we said, it's not like like Amos Poe or like his sister like knows much about it. Yeah, I think we've given up more at this point <laughs> of like truly trying to understand this film. God, he's so young. Love in the time of Corona. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe he is the brother. I don't remember. I know she's definitely a sister, right? This is the Caligula. Part oh yeah! Wow, wait, I forgot about this. That's very Caligula. <laughs> And that's how you also spread diseases, so... Or viruses. <laughs> wow. Again, a lot of Hoffman screen time. And it's just so, like... I, it's not even like I want to know about, like... Even, like, truly understand the movie and, like, the plot and, like... every. I, I just want to know his story and... I, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> and... Whoa, that's that's a Merkin, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, but just like how he became a part of this, you know, like it's just, and it just it has such a great poster too. I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at someone. Yeah, it's clearly not like a right low now. budget film, right? Like it's not a low budget film. Like there's, it's a period piece. It has some great artwork. It doesn't feel like it's like a super indie. I know it's not big Hollywood, but you know, you almost think that someone with a lot of money invested in this but maybe not a lot of hollywood experience we'll say yeah i'm just yeah exactly yeah i'm curious on like the again yeah like i mean i would watch the movie in a heartbeat if there was a either just properly english subtitled or for some reason like i don't like i think at some points they're talking in Polish or no? Was that the, the case? No, it's just all it's English. It's yeah, the it is dub English, is... but then the dub that we could always only find was in Polish. Which again, we did the <laughs> whole like, wasn't that the whole? Didn't Mike Manzi come on and explain that whole? Um, thing oh, something in like Cold during War communist stuff. era. Yeah. yeah, so check out that episode too. Yeah, that was fun. That was one of our in betweens. Um. So I'm realizing that maybe most of you out there for this April Fool's episode are not watching along. Kyle, why don't you describe what happened in the last scene and what's happening right now on screen, especially with our main man, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Well, he's now in, having a good, as they say in Young Frankenstein, a role in the hay. Yes, um, literally. Quite literally. Yeah. And he is ravaging, or maybe she, it's, 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 it's consensual. It's, that's for it's sure. It's consensual. It's certainly mutual. They're... Yeah, He's, skin on skin, that is some yeah. butt. Is that his or hers? I can't tell right if it, now. Oh, uh, that was hers, because I just saw long hair. He is on the bottom, yeah. Um, she is going to town. So, okay, I'm, in this situation, I am now hoping they're not brother and sister. <laughs> no, um, they're definitely not, unless it's a lie or something. And um, he is 
Yeah, whoa. Okay, now she just took some hay to block her <laughs> undercarriage in a carriage house. Um, and now it's the morning time. But in the, but in the, uh, the uh, scene before, as you said, this is like when I was getting my Caligula. It was a room filled with like alcohol and fire and just and I'd fruit. say from fruit <laughs> yes and I'd say the, the food of him yeah there you go um I'd say about oh there's some more boobs oh wait what just happened there oh sorry I, I yeah no I we're watching together and I forgot I can't like search IMDB because I'll change the window gotcha you know? um, so that's what I did so yeah it was very a lot of I'd say at least like 20 people just like Having a uh, sexual ball, and now we have some citrus. Wait, was he, I thought that was a lemon? What was that? He just took a bite out of it. Yeah, because he wants to squeeze or, it. Or no, I think it is a citrus fruit because he's like trying fruit to. That he just like totally bit took a, the. Yeah, and he's trying to put it in someone's eye. Oh, and a lot of naked women and men. In and this men film. equal opportunity. Wait, but then they. It's weird. They pull blankets and clothes, but then they throw it back on one another. Throw hay on one another. It's very. <laughs> It's erotic. I would call this film an erotic film. Yes. What was, what's the other? Oh, like Eyes Wide Shut. You know. Yeah, no, it had, definitely has Eyes Wide Shut vibes. Yeah. Up. Oh, oh, I remember this scene. Here we of go. Here's some do. more. Here's a woman. So what's happening? Woman uh, riding a white stallion naked. Or I don't know if it's a, or wait, are stallions just male horses or? I don't want to get into this now, but okay. <laughs> no, I recently there's an episode of Impractical Jokers where they're like, what's a stallion? What's a filly? What's a steed? So many horse terms. Yeah. Philly, I know, is female. Steed, I'm pretty sure, is male. Colt. Colt Bronco. Colt is a young horse. I know that from um, Gelding. Three Ninjas. So the lady is on is naked on this horse, and the two like main guys are naked on top of each other, admiring her. But it's more of a jovial scene. It's not like a screwed up scene. It looks like some kind of joke is going on. Literally and figuratively enjoying the fruits of life. <laughs> and there's a the man that walked the horse in that has the naked woman on it is also carrying uh, a. You know, a plate with a, a bottle of wine and two glasses filled with, I believe it's white wine. Yeah. He seems more, sorry, not the guy who walked in, but like one of our main characters here seems more attracted to the horse than the woman. Well, so as I, I read before, I think that's like Rudolph or Rudolfo or whatever his name is. And the other, and the like the blonde is that guy. And he's just like off the hinges and Victor is just like the gambler and just trying to get higher up in society. That's what I'm getting from this. And I don't know if they're lovers or just close friends. I mean, they definitely... Oh, they just kissed on the mouth, so... I think they're just, yeah, everyone's just like, you know, it's just like, whatever makes you feel good. Very hedonistic. Yes, there we go. That's a better than just saying whatever makes you feel good. Hmm... Hmm. I'm just trying to see if, like, there was in the past couple of years, if there's like any new <laughs> articles of any kind. Ooh, Library of Congress, Schuler. Let's see. By the way, uh, Caligula is that a foodie film? Uh, I don't 
think so. I mean, I'm sure there's foodie scenes, but I haven't watched in a long time. I mean, there is a scene, I think, that he feeds a penis to a dog, so <laughs> there you go. Oh, look at this. What's happening right now? Is it slow-mo? Oh, he's it, he slashed just... the back of the horse's ass. and then Oh, yeah, doesn't Victor go into, like, a coma or something? The frame rate is very weird right now, and I don't think yeah. it's too... I no, think... I think it's part of the movie. Yeah, right? And then he hits a branch. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, and it, it was kind of a setup. Oh, now I remember the plot of this film. <laughs> no, right? Because like, he, he, they're like supposedly friends, but he kind of screws him over to take his wealth. Also, a little bit of Count of Monte Cristo in here, right? Yeah, I could see that too. You know, just, I mean, period piece and the screwing over for money. I mean, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> um, song as old as rhyme. Oh, I think this might be his sister. Yeah? Yeah, I think like he invited her over because he said, "Oh, we're you know, we're about we're going to screw this guy over or whatever." Huh. Like just something like that. We'll figure it out or maybe not, who knows. Wait, was that we have our... Hoffman. Yeah, it is him. It is Hoffman. Oh, okay, for a second I thought our main man was holding a candelabra and I got excited. <laughs> no, he was, no, he, he was, was just... carrying Victor. Yes. I wish we could hear what he was whispering right now. Is he revealing what he truly did, or is he being... Is it a loud enough whisper that he's letting everyone hear his his thoughts? <laughs> and look at our main like man, just like, kind of in top left frame, just... Yeah. Like you said, we need to get someone who speaks Polish to do another rewatch, a proper rewatch of this. Yeah. Or maybe it won't even be rewatch. Maybe we'll just take notes and give it its proper, like, full episode. Yeah, we should. <laughs> like, I mean, by all means, I'd love to, I'll, you know, have someone on as a guest. But at the same time, for, like, distraction, maybe we should just send them the audio for them to listen to. Yeah, maybe. You know, Who knows? just, like, in that sense and, like, and just write it down. I don't, like, and then, and it's just so we have it in front of us and we can, like, transcribe it and <laughs> then we, put, we might yeah know. we might need to uh dip into the cage club podcast network uh fundage the uh you know the old bank account the joey's black card to pay yeah. someone to do it for us because it is probably a lot of work to transcribe this silly film well people got time <laughs> i'm sure we could go on like fiverr or some like website like that and find like someone who learn knows polish and see what their rate is it might be worth it, it might be like hey i'll do it for 20 bucks yeah toss them like a couple of saw bucks or something Hoff fans if you're out there and you you know anyone who speaks polish who's willing to translate this film for us please by all means yeah and don't shuler us out of money sorry my wife in the background mentioned that one of her nursing friends speaks polish and i'll say this to you right now wife of mine my wife I'm I'm pretty sure she's busy right now. <laughs> I mean, I can ask. <laughs> so the director is Adek Drabinski. Let me let me see if I can find anything on the, uh, this guy. Wikipedia. He is an older gentleman now. There's He's a lot of fun in this film. Yeah, there is. Well, it's, yeah, it's, well, you know, it's, it's like simpler times and it's just like 
there's a you know I don't know I think people are just riding horses a lot and uh, having sex and eating fruit. And when the classes to... weren't as assimilated as they are today, when there was like an upper class and like a peasant class. Yeah, not really. Yeah, no, no, yeah, exactly. Not that middle ground. My God, did the upper class have a good time at it? I get why they didn't want these like social revolutions in their countries and stuff. Could but you imagine just, if this was your day. Yeah, but it just surprises me that there like actually wasn't more like revolution. Not even like I'm not saying like large scale revolutions, but just like more like massacres, like just like a stable boy going in and slitting the person's throat in the middle of the night or something. It is kind of surprising. Yeah, I think so. I, like, I mean, eventually, like during this time period, there are a lot of revolutions. But I know we're th- thinking of like times previous. Yeah, because also, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna try to get, um, then bring in like racism to the table too. But it's not like the era of, like, uh, in the in the South during slavery, and then if like there was a slave uprising. It's like, well, where do we go now? We, people like know if we're down here, we're most, you know, most likely slaves versus there. You, you're a stable boy. You just, I don't know, continue living. And if someone wealthy shows up to the, uh, to the mansion, you kill them too. I don't know. That's what I would do. You never thought you'd get advice of how to, uh, incite an 18th century revolution on PS. I love Hoffman, but you just did, but you just did. You're welcome. Okay. So this is the sister. Okay. Right? So then the other two are just so Phil Seymour Hoffman like, and the woman he's been rolling in the in Zahay with. Uh, are just I think they're just like servants, servants and such. Yeah. Oh, this might be. What's his name, sister? The guy who's like passed out. Because that would be intriguing. This, this guy and the other. I mean, he just met the... Oh, did, did, didn't we compare this guy to John Harden, our, our friend who's been on this podcast before? Oh, I don't remember. You, you have a better memory than I do. <laughs> I think so. That's my oh, memory. I see oh, it. Because <laughs> he looks like Glenn Howerton. Yeah, that's true. It's sunny, that's true which too. we've said John looks like. Again, apologies for the dog barking. We're all in here the, together, <laughs> just waiting out the... Our own version of an infectious illness. So the director, um, he, as far as selected filmography on his Wikipedia, Schuler's the first one. Um, then 1997, A Trap, which I'm just assuming, I'm not clicking on it, I don't really want to know, but I'm assuming it's an Admiral Akbar spinoff movie. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I think I've seen that one. Yeah. Look at John Harden's body. It's tight. <laughs> For all those. So so right now if you're not <laughs> watching, um I guess a brother and sister tandem as you alluded to has come to the manor and one of them seems to be um the blonde dude's lover, the saboteur if you will. Mm. Rudolph. Rudolph, yes. There's definitely some tension. She's toying with him. This guy toys with a lot of people. Did you say this takes place in Poland, or was that not identified? I don't... Th- uh, wait, let me click on like one of the first things I was just to see. Um, 
There's so many different like dates being. No, it just says Europe is ravaged. Hmm. I wonder if it's supposed to be Poland or France or or what. I yeah. I mean, it's gotta be like one of like yeah, and like in that like swing of countries, right? You know? Well, it was very it could common. Be Austria, for all we know. Yeah, true. No, it was very common for the upper class at the time. You know, they were more like each other than the peasants of each country because, like, they knew more of the trends from the other rich people in the other country. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to tell. I'm not like a periodist who can be like, oh, she's wearing a dress from, you know, this country. However, maybe the person who did this movie isn't either. It's just <laughs> g- generic. Uh, don't hate on Magdalena Beardskika. <laughs> Zika, yeah, beard Zika, yeah. There we go. That's probably how you say it. Kyle, you're gonna have to uh, run the ship for the next thirty seconds to a minute. My computer's dying, and I need to plug it in. Okay. So um, now we've got Victor's sister. It's kind of like sneaking throughout the house. Up, and there Rudolph is uh, with his nose so bright is catching her, and. She's quite lovely. He's not a bad-looking guy. It's also very, like, Man in the Iron Mask era, uh, you know, outfits. Now he's serving them. Here we go. Food scene people. Ooh, is that a Le Crusette pot? A nice uh, Dutch oven. But he's serving them soup. We just recently talked about a famous soup scene on my show, Foodie Films. Brian was on that, and we talked the uh, scene from uh, the birdcage when Hank Azaria makes a peasant soup with an egg, a huevo, in it. And uh, now these guys... This guy also looks a little like Tom Hardy. Yeah. But, nice food. They got a pheasant on the table, I think. I don't know much about birds. Brian knows more about birds than I do. He said on numerous occasions he'd like to do a big year. So maybe we'll find out what kind of bird that was. But uh, oh, I missed a I missed a bird. Well, they're on the table. It's dead. I think it's a, a pheasant of some kind. Uh, it was definitely all, it was still all feathered and everything, so it would be easier to tell than like a cooked goose, perhaps. Um, but I mentioned wow, that's this, this is a Sorry. foodie scene, and they're eating soup, and we had a famous soup scene on foodie films that you we talked about. Oh yes, from the birdcage. Yeah. Speaking of birds. So. It does look like a pheasant, or maybe grouse. A gr- yeah. Ooh. A Cornish hen, perhaps. Maybe it's a little too big for a Cornish yeah, hen. Yeah, no, just a chicken. I don't know. <laughs> so, traditionally I have Ooh. a beer during the episode, and I'm drinking a beer, so I feel like I'm at this feast. Oh, I should have grabbed a beer. I mean, you can. I'll, I can write you, the ship you, you here. You carry the load right now? This is a heavy yeah, load. Okay. Uh, I'll carry the load. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back, foodies. I mean, I'm sorry, Foff fans. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> no show you're on. <laughs> All right, while Kyle's getting a beer, I'll narrate. Hmm, so it seems like this guy's saying, like, oh, this meal looks delicious, and now I'm rich, handsome man. And the handsome man is like, oh, this meal is delicious. Now we're rich, too. The sister nods in approval, which is cool. I think Kyle described that we're at this bountiful table. All right, table. I'm back. I was just overdubbing the voices myself in English. Ah, very good. 
Well, it was kind of more narrating. I wasn't like, like, oh, wow, this table has a lot of good food on it. <laughs> My earrings are long and dangly. Uh, what's better than a cigar? Very phallic. We're getting into mystery science theater territory. <laughs> Except they cannot see what we're doing. I am drinking. This is an appropriate beer I'm drinking. I'm drinking the Yonkers uh, Ray's IPA. If, Very um, good beer. If you guys follow, especially High School Slumber Party right now, but my my, uh, my podcast as well, but I haven't released the episode yet. Brian celebrated his 100th episode of High School Slumber Party by having a live event at Yonkers Brewery in you know, uh, Yonkers and, uh, many of the cage club cage club family was there. So very cool event. Again, congratulations, Brian on a hundred episodes. Thank you. And we did it right before the whole, uh, you know, quarantine. Yeah. So it was just to be clear. Yeah. It was before everything went down. Um, but I mean, I look forward to doing another one, uh, because we had a blast and I think the episode, mine episode turned out great and I'm sure yours did as well because John, your, your guest from the brewery was amazing and he answered so many good questions. Yes. A great host and a great guest. Absolutely. Um, so I'm drinking uh, beer from Brooklyn collective arts and it is delicious. It's a guava goose. Ooh, that's perfect. It, for it you. tastes like guava. Yeah, I mean, I was a little afraid to drink it the other day because I haven't been feeling the sours as much for the acidity, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, sours, to me, aren't really binge-drinking beer. Like, no. They're, if you're going to be drinking for a while, it's probably not a good choice, and we've been kind of cooped up here. But it's the middle of the day today, so I said, why not? And... Yeah, why not? exactly, why not? These times are perfect for session beers. I know this is more foodie films chat, but, you know, sessions, low alcohol percentage that you could drink throughout the day. You know, you don't want to get, like, plastered and be hung over at night or something. So it's – maybe I'll go pick up some session – well, I shouldn't leave the home. I'll go order some session beer or support a local business and carry out some session beer. Yeah, breweries are, you know, really, you know, they had to step up their game, as many people in the, in the service industry, but just making it convenient and uh, also, you know, uh, mayors or even, you know, of certain cities or governors may, allowing it for you to, uh, you know, take alcohol with your orders, which is never a thing before. Um, just one step closer to an open container city. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. So we don't even have an open go outside city. Yes. So, uh, Kyle, is this, this is a, a grotto? secret garden? I was going to say, is it a grotto? But it could be a secret garden. Is it the grotto at the pl- uh, Playboy? Uh, yes. <laughs> the famous grotto. Ooh, what kind of? It looks like something. This? Looks like something that would be in like a 1990s wedding venue. This actually looks like the scene from Dunstan checks in when they're when he's searching. Hashtag Monkey Club for the Pongo Pygmies. <laughs> Ooh, grapes. Low-hanging fruit, Kyle. It wasn't that low. No, it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Was... So, uh, again, if you're not watching along, and I highly suggest you do, and if you're like, hey, I really want to follow this movie. It seems crazy. We don't want to share it because, honestly, the fear is not like us getting in trouble because I doubt it. It would be that us sharing it would cause some algorithm to take it down, and then we'd never see it again. So if you really want to watch the movie with us and you can't find the polish link we're talking about send us a private message and we'll send it to you that way i think like it's less 
visible that way. Can you um, easily see what the time code is on it right now? If yes. You just like put your. Oops, I, I paused it, but only for two seconds. Don't worry. I shouldn't. The time code is thirty-two nineteen, thirty-two twenty, thirty-two twenty-one. Ooh. Sudsy. Oh, is this? Doesn't he fall right now? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Or some. Or he falls at some time. What is it? It's very phallic. Yeah, that I remember us talking about it. Like, do you remember the phallic sculpture? Oh, and I didn't even think about it, but phallic and the, the way the soap suds are falling down from it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I thought about it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, about it. look at those juicy grapes. That sounded weird. <laughs> yeah, so they're washing this, like, penis-like structure. I think it's on purpose to freak her out. It has to be. Right, like, and there's like suds. Oh, that isn't the our main man. I thought it was for sure. Oh, I thought it was too. And you don't mean our main man, friend of the show, chess master John Harden, who's in this shot. Oh, there we go. That's one way to take a bath. You don't get bathed like that. I didn't say I didn't. I just said that's one way. Oh, you thought he was going to be gone forever, oh, but he damn. woke up. Victor like... is awake and catching Rudolph peeping. Ten minutes after, like in movie time, after he was knocked unconscious. So I really thought that was just like most of the plot. Victor. Victor he wow, said, we got we re- it. We could read lips, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Rudolph, with your nose he, so bright. He doesn't suspect him at all. It's just interesting, just even with the, so Rudolph with his blonde hair, just wearing like the very, like the light, the gold colored, and Victor Mm -hmm. usually wears the more darker, bold. Wait, so is, wait, is that his sister taking a bath though that he's going to show? No, there's no brother and sister related to them. The brother and sister are are John Harden and (laughs) the other guy. Um, That's what it is, yeah. I just Question. oh go ahead go ahead no 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 continue no no I was just gonna, it was going to go into what uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman movies are available on streaming services right now but oh I mean uh, that's a great topic before that though I just wanted to um, question quickly something you said before like how does he get involved with this right like he doesn't just go to Europe see that there's a movie shooting and. Yeah, like, who did he meet in the States? Like, you know, so we know he went to NYU, and not soon after NYU, like, it was, you know, triple bogey on a par five hole, he had that, like, a lot of people on order, like, appearance, um... Is it just a stationary shot? Is also... This movie's weirdly cropped, or is it... Oh, that, that was a jump cut right then. No, remember we saw this, that it seems like there's missing scenes in the film. Yeah, I don't know I if it's because of the content. It like... I don't think so, because Ooh. we've already seen a lot of bodies of men and women. But last time we watched this copy, there seemed to be like a couple just jump cuts to missing stuff. Yeah, it's also just weirdly or, cropped, right? Or like, is that just how... We... It's weirdly cropped because of the way I'm sharing it. Um, oh, okay. It's not like a... I can full screen it, see? Oh, okay. It's just I can't click anything else if I do that. Oh. oh. But I, I I don't mind. I don't mind. Because you've been doing the uh you've been doing the heavy lifting. Yeah, wow, he really John stuff. Harden really did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to screenshot this somehow, but I don't want to stop the movie. Oh, I'll, I'll do I'll it t- when I Yeah, I'll take a next time he's on, I'll take a picture with my phone at least. Okay, if not, I was going to just do it later when I'm editing cuz I'm probably going to edit. But I just even want to like, text it to there. John right now. 
Oh, yeah, so we can have a fast reaction. Text it in a group text. Yeah. And she, you know, she looks like, she looks like, um, oh, I feel really bad not remembering her name, but Bobby Cannavale's wife. Oh, Rose Byrne. Thank you. She looks like Rose Byrne. (laughs) We should remake this. Who would play the blonde guy? Who would play, uh, what was the name again? Sorry. Pierre. Uh, Rudolph. Rudolph. Who would play Rudolph? I don't know. At At one point, I think the guy that plays, um, oh God, what's the, who's the, What's the, who's the bad guy from uh, The Patriot? Oh, yeah. Uh, God, I was talking about him the other day because my wife cannot stop watching Harry Potter films. So uh, he's he's uh, Malfoy's dad in that. I took a picture of the screen right now, but I want like a better straight on of his face. Maybe we'll get it. Oh, we'll get it. There's a lot of close-up in this in this film. That's oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so awkward. Like, I want like one more just because that was a very gnarly smile he was doing. And I want. Oh, oh, oh damn innocent. it! I missed it. Oh, there we go. Wait. Mm, the stamp. Just be looking. So John Harden was on an episode with me on your podcast, uh, Foodie Films. Yes, right. Sir. He was Oop, on my dinner with Andre. Now, now John yeah. will understand why we're saying it looks like him. But he was also on this podcast twice for Capote and for Twister. Yes. Two very fun oh. episodes. Yeah. Original run, of course. Now, this is weird that brother and sister are getting naked with each other. It's, yeah. it's strip poker, I'm assuming, right? Um, yeah. Early stages of strip poker. Strip. No, I, I said that weird. I'm just letting you know that that's how I take off my shirt, too. Like two hands like in the middle just throwing it off I actually kind of do take my shirt off that way <laughs> which podcast were you on recently where you compared yourself to the beast after you know when he turns back into a human was it the live it event might have been the, it might have been the live event <laughs> <laughs> okay so let me get this, he has a little bit like bigger of a nose and a longer face than John Harden, so yeah. I hope he doesn't get offended, but he kind of smiles like him. <laughs> Send it in a group text. Yeah, I'm gonna smile. I think they're plotting to take money as well. Like, there's a lot of money plots here. Yes, definitely. I think every yeah, just you know, everyone's trying to get richer and more status. Status was a big thing in 1750s Poland. That kind of looks like a modern cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely was like an older entranceway, and they just like if they turned that shot around, it probably was like a modern building or something. <laughs> So now we have um, Rudolph walking around with a telescope? I guess so. Yeah. He's got a telescope. Seems, seems to be that way. It's more phallic stuff. Very phallic film. Look how he's holding it. Oh, yeah. He, he's holding the telescope in a phallic way. I hope you guys are enjoying this out there, because this is probably one of the weirdest podcasts I've ever done in terms of subject matter. Definitely. And... <laughs> uh so I sent the pictures. Did you get the text with the pictures? I'm um, opening my phone now. 
<laughs> I didn't say anything though, so I don't know if you want to add a little something. Uh, okay, to Mr. Hart. Right, I'll, I'll let him know. Kyle and I are remotely recording a Philip Seymour Hoffman Hoffman rewatch. Ray's IPA is delicious, and we learned quite possibly their most popular beer at Yonkers Brewery. I think it overtook uh, the 912 Pilsner. Yeah. Yes, beer chat. That's what you wanted here. Anyway. <laughs> um, but it is good beer. They have, a, they have a lot of costumes for this movie. Yeah, it's not a cheap film. Like, I'm curious. Yeah, and that, like, like was there another period piece movie being shot and then they borrowed, like, costumes from them? It just seemed, like, I mean... If this was such a, you know, like a big movie, I would just think that there would be some kind of way to watch it. You know, just some kind of way to watch. I'm just guessing it lost a lot of money and no one has ever made the effort to do any of that kind of stuff. Get it streaming. But you would think, like, because of the Hoffman connection. Yeah, you'd think. Okay, so as I said before, I was gonna kind of, I was gonna say what Filter Hoffman movies are available on uh, streaming. Oh, on streaming, I'm yeah. Go with if you, Netflix if and Amazon, because I can look at those. Well, those are the two that I uh, pay for. And uh, do you have? Oh, you don't have Roku handy, right? Not handy, no. Okay, because they will tell you too. But yeah, so on Amazon. Uh, a Most Wanted Man. I'm just going to say what's available on Prime, but also, like, I can see that... But you're saying, like, what you don't have to rent, because obviously on Amazon you could rent almost everything. Yes, what you don't have to rent, what's included on Prime. Yes. So, A Most Wanted Man, Empire Falls, uh, Montana, Hard Eight, A Late Quartet, And that looks like it as far as what's available. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Leap of Faith. Nobody's Fool. Wow. Um, The Yearling. Nice. Oh, wait, really? We had yeah. to order that on DVD. Yep. By the way, we're seeing our main man right now. Oh, yeah. So let's pause and talk about him. Flirting with his... Made friend. Well, we did see him, and they were raking leaves and having a good time at it. Where is this? Like a, it's like a horse? <laughs> it's like a horse performance center, like an indoor horse. <laughs> a question. Oh, he's wa- is he watching them have sex while on top of a horse? Yes, he is. Oh. oh so that's... Rudolph is on a horse circling. He's riding the horse while she's riding him. <laughs> yes. He, uh, Rudolph is circling Philip Seymour Hoffman, who's chained up. While the other servant lady person is on top of him in a sexual manner. As far as... Um, He's blindfolded, too. And there's, like, stra- leather straps and paddles around. I mean, as far as... I know this isn't medieval times, but medieval torture goes. I'm not against it. You're um, not against torture. You want to put that on the This record? If this is torture... Oh, oh. You know. To quote, to quote the great Cheech Marine... I was, oh, you just beat me to uh, it. <laughs> in Oliver and Company playing the Chihuahua. If this is torture, 
chain me to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe I should let you do that since you're. No, looking. it's fine. I'll, I'll... Fireworks. Well, that's 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman's um, sexual. Oh, God. Oh, John Harden just replied, ladies and gentlemen. I see it in the smile. I told you. I told you it was a smile. <laughs> now he's responding to because I put you. You need to be in a period piece, and he said. Oh, I forgot. I feel bad. I forgot he had a play in Boston. That was a period piece that got canceled. Uh, Ouch. Sorry. <laughs> well, thank you for replying, John Harden, on the air. I'm throwing you under the bus right now. Why? I said, I didn't know that. I would have been more sensitive. You did know that. He told us at that brunch. Well, then I forgot. <laughs> and I'll write that. <laughs> you could always go with like, oh, I didn't realize it was a period piece. <laughs> yeah, so John uh John is a uh is an actor as we said, and he is also our, our brunch buddy, um, which, you know, me from New Jersey and Brian from uh, you know the, the northern tip of Manhattan go out to Queens to visit John for brunch, and um, we're saying we, we should do like a, maybe a virtual brunch soon. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. So, I'd like it. My cousin has invited me to a couple of them, and I'm like, come on, I can't do this every day. Oh yeah, no, you can't do it every day, but yeah, like once a week. Like even like I wasn't even like sure about this whole like virtual, you know, like not virtual, whatever. But just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like <laughs> it's a, it sounds so like wrong when you say virtual. Yeah, like, you know, but just right. you know, like I don't I don't FaceTime people like ever really or anything like that. Uh <laughs> and so to have like full conversations, I'm like, that's just gonna be weird with my and I still don't think like our core group of friends would necessarily do it. I mean I don't know. The thing is like you and I are used to podcasting so much. I know we're not seeing each other's faces, but it's certainly like I don't really have the barrier anymore of just talking to someone like this that I might have if I, if I wasn't a podcaster, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like I thought it was going to be hard or anything like that to do. I just thought it would be <laughs> weird, but I guess by podcasting it has made it less weird. I'll wait for – take another picture of John right now while Victor's talking Yeah, and then, and then get back to that streaming thing. I'm curious. Oh, yes. Okay. John, turn around. Oop. Rudolph! Rudolph's on a balcony. Oh, there we go. There's John. This is like his casino. Yeah. Um, so there's a casino scene, guys. Okay, so... I think that's it for Amazon Prime. Just scrolling through to make sure I didn't miss anything. But that was a decent amount. But again, but there's so many like that are available to rent on Amazon. Oh, of course, yeah. Like, I'm seeing Twister, Red Dragon, uh, Hunger And if Games. we're getting the yearling, wow. Yeah. Um, Scent of a Woman, Big Lebowski, Next Stop Wonderland, uh, Punch Drunk Love, Mary and Max, Along Came Polly, State and Maine. Like, all these you can rent on there. So, 
but as far as then Netflix, I know there's less. There's only four. Even I would just say more like three. There's The Master, Magnolia, Talented Mr. Ripley, and then, so that's like the three, and then The Invention of Lying. Oh, hmm. I thought there was more. I guess not. Maybe they've changed recently. I know Boogie Nights was on there for a while, so I guess... Mm, maybe that's why. Maybe they took it off. But then also, I think Netflix is about to put a bunch more on, just for the, uh, obviously, reasons of everyone, a lot of people being home, more free time. There's... Oh, that co- is that a, a macaw? Yeah, it's a macaw, macaw technically. Yeah. You prefer the blue macaw or the red macaw? I think the blue. So... I think you mentioned I'm a bird guy, but I want to be clear. Like, I'm not an own-a-bird guy. Like, I know nothing about that. No, uh, I just said that you want to do a big year someday. Yeah, yeah. I love, you know, watching birds and, like, f- interesting birds and stuff. But I'm I'm not, like – like, I work in animal care, so, like, I don't mind petting a dog or stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm not cool with, like, a bird on my shoulder. Not, like, for a resort photo, but, like – I'm that kind of guy who's going to walk around every day with a parrot on his shoulder. Or, yeah, that's just a little too much. Or like a cockatoo. I mean, you see some people like that who just... Ooh, what's really Rudolph doing right now? Ooh. He's going to kill... I don't know what this guy's name is. We'll just call John him John Harden. Harden. Yeah. Yeah, he pulled out an old-fashioned revolver. Not a revolver. Pistol. It's not? Oh, it's no, a pistol. A revolver means, you know... I thought, I thought, I thought it was. It is a pistol. Uh, revolvers weren't uh, introduced into the weaponry world until the late nineteenth century. Or sorry, know. I'm not a gun guy. Well, well, that's the only way we're going to get rid of that Rona. <laughs> yeah, shooting it. Get guns and shoot at it. <laughs> tell you. Look at this hat that this lady had. Sorry, I know I shouldn't be thinking about that, but did you see that lady's hat? It briefly went on screen. It's oop, to the oop. left of your screen. It's like pointing out. Yeah, I see the. I see the tip of it. That's the side you're seeing. Wow. He's been cheating the whole time. Now Who, I remember this. Wait, who's been cheating? John? Um, no. Victor? Uh, Victor. He, he amassed his wealth through cheating. I, I believe there's like more cards there than there should be. Oh, I don't think we learned that yet, but I think something along the line. Someone's cheating somebody. Ooh, Rudolph is giving off very a lot of like Joker vibes to me. <laughs> oh man! Uh, also, someone other... really good at lip reading would probably be good to watch this with. Yeah, maybe. Since they are speaking I'm, I'm, English, I'm probably like hearing less now. Well, obviously, but I'm also paying more attention to the acting, so it's like a trade-off. But yeah, we need to translate this. So I'm glad you brought that up because I've been thinking as we've been watching this. The only probably way, or at least the best way of us... Wait, but what's happening now? Victor shoots who? John John or Rudolph? Oh, I guess he shot Rudolph. We'll see in a second. His eye lines more towards John. But I think he thought that it was... There wasn't a bullet in it? He looks very... Like, what happened? It might have been something like, I never put a bullet in the gun. And he actually did. Yeah, it is John. It's John. This Hmm. is all part of Rudolph's ploy. 
Yeah. Again, yeah. Again, like very. This is very Count of Monte Cristo esque. Um, oh, what I was gonna say is, uh, there are like a lot of film archivists and independent companies that will buy a lot of these films on cheap and then re-release in like Blu-ray or HD. Uh, you know, that's how I watch the new version. <laughs> man, but is that that's how I watch? Oh, I thought it was a man. It could be a woman. Two. No, I think it's. Oh, is it? Okay. Or a leaf, or a smudge of poo. I thought it was mud. <laughs> anyway, so these companies um, will re-release movies. That's how I watched the gore cut of Tammy and the T-Rex, which is the original. Ah, yes. And I've bought in some other, like Vinegar Syndrome, the company Connecticut that I buy a lot from. Yeah. Oh, there's our uh, new man in a rainy... Oh, wait, now Victor is very bearded. Yeah, he went to prison, I believe. Okay. For, like, manslaughter. Oh, anyway, anyway. The problem is... I don't think that they would take a movie like this because, like, what's the market? They usually do, like, horror films or really silly films or, like, gore films yeah. or ex- exploitation films. Maybe the nudity in this would convince them. I don't know. We we should, like, write a letter to, or, like, write on Twitter or write on some social media to one of them. Like, hey, could you buy the rights to this and do this? It's Philip Zimmer Hoffman's first film. Like, guys, if you know someone who, like, works for one of these film companies, do it. We'll We'll buy it. You and I will both buy a copy of Schuler. Oh, one hundred percent. Again, I love so, the I love the poster. I kind of want to get the poster, like a smaller, <laughs> a smaller version of it or something, just for wall space reasons. I know we don't have the tech, but I wonder how much it would be to buy the rights to this film. Um, I was talking to Joey. He says it's not that expensive for like these lost films. Yeah, I mean, I guess it all depends on if we can find it and who has it. And once you say, can I buy it, if they then want to be like, well, why do you want to buy it? We just have to partner with one of these companies, I'm telling you. And like, I'll be like, listen, we're just facilitators. If you want to take the profits, fine. I just want the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. We should figure out maybe like, um, right, isn't there uh, in Queens the... Museum of like, motion, oh, museum of moving image, moving yeah. image, like do an exhibit on Philip Seymour Hoffman. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's definitely some nice cinematography in this film. I like the silhouette right now of the carriage and our main man and Victor. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's not an ugly film either, you know? It's like, has a lot of pretty imagery. Hmm. All right, so our main man is like kind of like back in the film now. He's Team Victor. Again, he is on screen so much in this film, it's amazing. Yeah, because I think it's literally a minute long in uh, Triple Bogey. And then Scent of a Woman, he's in it. In Oak, like, he's in it in the beginning and at the end. And he doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue, because it's more the one other bully that's like the main bully, right? Yeah, I'd like to think that he really took this opportunity just to, like, you know, get some uh, experience under his belt. Yeah, I I think so. 
I forgot if he has like a old timey accent, a British accent, or he's just talking like himself. Well, I don't think at least, I mean, again, for having grown up in Rochester, he sometimes has a very California kind of voice to him sometimes. But, uh, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't have like, Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Like, like he's, I don't think he has that. I think he's just kind of has a version of his normal voice because again, you don't need that. It's so weird that like when we want to play old timey things in another country, we just put British accents. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, but just not even like old timey, but like there's that movie Valkyrie with a hashtag Tom Tom club, uh, you know, or you know what cruise club, uh, mm-hmm. and in the beginning they're speaking in German and there's subtitles and then they just like switch it to them speaking English, but everyone except for Tom Cruise has like a British accent because you have like Kenneth Branagh and just like a bunch of British actors playing Nazis. It's so weird, it's so honestly. Weird, like the I know it's silly. Things. I know it's silly, but give me the German accent. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you can't, if if it comes across silly, then you're not good at doing that because there are, as we saw Philip Seymour Hoffman do in A Most Wanted Man, there are convincing and good German accents without being like, oh, I wonder, you know, getting like all like, yeah. silly German. And I look, I know like Jojo Rabbit is a parody, but not everyone in that has like a, a Rebel Wilson German accent. No. Also, yeah, she's Rebel Wilson, so she's going to be over the top in, like, a satire. <laughs> but, like, Scarlett Johansson, really good job. Mm-hmm. Nominated for an Oscar for that role. Yeah. And it won ori- uh, adapted screenplay, right? Original screenplay. Original? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. I thought it was adapted from a book. Let's see. Oh, it could have been adapted. Let's see. Um, I thought I was looking it up the other day. That's why. Yep, you're right. Ooh, I just clicked on another Polish website and I'm seeing a McDonald's uh, ad for... It's called McDrive. Yeah, that's what they call it in Europe. They call that that in Germany as well. Oh, okay. I've I've been to one there, but I I didn't know. Didn't pay attention. I thought maybe it was like Corona related. How many Hoffman scenes? We have another Hoffman scene now. He seems to be assisting and uh, sneaking Victor back into his home through the back door. Does it look like he's aged? Because Victor clearly was in there a while, right? Like, <laughs> has Hoffman aged? I guess it's tougher, I don't know, to show his him aging. I mean, his hair is a little different, maybe? What? Uh, how long do you think it would take him to grow that beard? Victor, I'm saying, from... He went in clean shaven and he went out with that beard. That's a solid. Ooh, who's this with a gun? I think we saw this guy earlier. Kind of just like helping out. I feel like that beard is what, like at least like a. Almost like a year long beard, right? At least, right? I could see this guy playing... What, what's the guy, the actor, the great actor who plays Fredo? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, I could see him playing this guy. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, why am I... I... 
I always say his name. Not always. I, I get his name confused with the guy who plays like Christ in Passion of the Christ. Oh, well, it's John Cazale, right? That's who plays. That's who plays Fredo. And then Cavazil, I think. Is yeah, Chris, okay. Right? Yeah, from Frequency and stuff. Yeah. I mean, is it Cazale or is it Cazale? Like, you know, like, I don't know if it's. Such a great actor. Oh, yeah. I wonder if these were naturally lit scenes just like in Barry Lyndon with all the candles and everything. Candles, yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it looks like it. it. It might not be, but they actually give it that look. It doesn't feel like, you know, it's stylized with the lighting. What is that? A tooth? A tooth. That's a big tooth. Like a molar. Yeah. I really wish I knew what was going on right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, because when we do these rewatches, sometimes we forget anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, We haven't seen too much of the plague stuff anymore, right? I wonder if it's still happening. There really wasn't much showing it, right, besides that one, like, Wagon, like a couple, yeah, a couple wagons from time to time. Um, I think from the first watch, if I remember correctly, like one of the reasons that they're not like out like doing stuff. Oh, shit! One, uh, I, I think I gotta move my. Wait, no, it's four o'clock. Never mind. I don't know why someone's honking right now. I thought it was. Sorry, Hall fans. I'll, I'll move <laughs> it on camera. Uh, I heard the street cleaning, but also that's not going on. They said they're going to start doing it again next week, or at least do it next week, just to clean up the streets since it hasn't been going. Oh, really? This time, I know that I know we don't live in the same place, but I was just curious if they were going to do it here. Um, but I heard. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it's four p.m. right now, so street cleaning's usually at one or two two p.m. So whatever they might be. They might be just running it through the street. I don't know. Not a big problem in these times, I guess. But a nuisance. Yeah, this guy, he's explaining a lot right now. And I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this is definitely ex- ex- exposition. You know? Yeah. He's probably telling him how uh, Rudolph is taking his wealth and he's now a wealthy man, but he's probably like, I think he pissed it all away or something like that. Like, and oh, he hasn't been good to his servants. I don't know what you call these parts um, in movies where like, you don't have a lot of scenes, but the one scene you have is like a really meaty monologue. Like this guy's doing it right now. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if this is the guy that, like, at the end, like, in the opening credits was, like, end, blah, 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 you know? Like, mm. when, you, oh, when yeah, you get yeah. that honor of, like, you know, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. <laughs> but, like, I think in a Hoffman film, and she was very much praised for this, was uh, Viola Davis in Doubt. 
had a similar thing where she wasn't in a lot of the film, but she had the, like such a meaty role. Yeah, I think even uh, Michael Shannon was like that for Revolutionary Road. I know he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, and he's only in like two scenes, but they're like kind of pivotal scenes, and just his yeah, act, and it's not like acting in those scenes are just per- pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, that was like the big Michael Shannon time. <laughs> um, I was gonna say it's not like Anthony Hopkins who he doesn't have a lot of dialogue, but he's actually in a lot of scenes. Um, in Silence of the Lambs, I'm saying. Yeah. You know, like the screen time doesn't add up, but you see him a lot and he's very active. Like, this is more like, I don't want to call it a cameo because it's bigger than that. What this guy's doing right here, it's like, but you're right. Like in a traditional Hollywood movie, a lot of times it would be played by like a real heavy hitter that you could convince, hey, do this movie. This is a great scene for you. Um, and you don't have to be on set a lot of days. I'm not saying this guy is acting like that, but maybe in, like, you know, Poland, he's like the shit. Yeah, who knows? Not a lot of people, I think. <laughs> Wait, oh, doesn't this get weird? Isn't there, like, moving pic... Oh! Oh, yes! I, I forgot, forgot about this. They invent... Mo- yeah. <laughs> they, they invent the photograph. photography... The clearest photograph ever. It's HD. It's even better than when it was... It's better than what I just took of, like, the cell phone to the screen. Oh, but it disappears? Because the... I I think it's... Like, the light burns it? Their technology works. I forgot about this. It borders on sci-fi now. This is crazy. (laughs) Oh, and, and no... Hell yeah, I love that. But you could only see it once. And then it breaks. Something like that. Well, they should just take a photograph of it. Then. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Why is this in this movie? <laughs> like, what purpose is yeah, it? It serve? becomes like a weird, like, futurist kind of situation. It's like Maybe it's like the village and my channel on. You know, like, uh, in, in the village, like, they're actually not in that time period. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe to escape, like, a, a disease or virus on the outside world, they've, like, isolated themselves in this bubble of 1750s Poland. <laughs> and just have rampant sex. And... <laughs> I mean, it's not that crazy. Maybe it's like a Westworld situation. I mean, I had thought of doing the same thing right now, so. <laughs> I have, like, a weird time period thing going on in my backyard. I get it. Oh, but now we're back to the scene from the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Where he's much older, so I wonder like who this letter is from. That's like making him recall all of this. Oh, and he's kind of kind of mullet now. <laughs> this old man mullet, like what? Ooh, the ghost of <gasps> John Harden. Oh, maybe he faked the death? Is that what happened? Yeah, but he's like the same age, and that's like much older Victor. Oh, true. <laughs> Oop. Oh, that was a good bullet to the head. Why didn't they show that in like the casino earlier? I don't know. Maybe they were saving it for this moment. Oh, and again... We're getting him the entire film. So Hoff fans, he's in this shot now. 
I think this is one of the few like screenshots you can get of this film online if you want a picture of it. Like, uh, sorry, with Hoffman in it. It's yeah. like Hoffman be- behind uh, you know the lead behind Victor. Because I think we shared this art at the time, like of this. I wonder if he kept that uh, trifold hat. I hope you know, so. Though I doubt just it. Take a little memento. If it's just like he has to have something from that time. It's just crazy that there's like no like not really like pictures like or like that. I mean, you know, was, I mean, obviously he was a man that was always about the craft. So maybe he wanted to get back to New York and get back on stage or get into you know audition for the next film or something like that. But um, you would think since. I'm assuming they paid for him to fly over there. I, I, I'm, a, I'm gonna, I'll assume that, um, but who knows? I don't. Maybe. He, I mean, did he go not... over to Europe and then just like end up like to like study with somebody or something like that, and then end up being in a film they shot over the summer or in the fall? So, so, so I was going to say it's not like a given that they paid him to go over to Europe. Yeah, um, I, I mean, d- I don't know how much flights were back then, but I can't imagine, like, a, you know, I can't imagine he had much money to his name at that point and just having graduated. No, but, you know, you're young, maybe you just want to, like, bounce around Europe. Like, oh, also, like, I'm going to get paid to do this movie. Well, that's like, what I was going to say, though. I'm just, it's just kind of crazy that there's not, like, I don't know, pictures of him younger in Europe or something like that. Just, I'm um, saying that, like, it's not, obviously, there's... N- Maybe not that for like a lot of actors out there, but since he's unfortunately passed away, like I don't know that there was pictures shared, or just again that his sister doesn't really know much about it. It's just all very. I'm intrigued about everything about this, and it's like kind of funny that like the plot is kind of the last thing. Although again, I would love to be watching this movie right now with the audio. Um, this guy looks like Gerard de Perdue in Three Musketeers. Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> wait. No, no, no. No, that's... Um, no, Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah. Yeah. He plays Porthos. I wonder what yeah, he's up to these days. days. Gerard Depardieu. Mm-hmm. I remember, like ten years ago, he peed on an airplane. Like, just he huh. got into a fight. He got into a fight with this like uh, flight attendant. Yeah, because like it, it was one of the. It was either like, oh, you know, this is where you have to wear your seatbelt and you can't go to the bathroom. So he like just got mad in a very French way and was like, <laughs> okay, and like just like peed in the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember he was so cavalier about talking about it. Like, he would go on TV. She's like, well, they did not let me go to the bathroom. So I just pissed in the eye. So I, like, pulled, you know? I pulled it out, and I just let it go. <laughs> but yeah, it's very cavalier in French. <laughs> so he's still alive, which is good. He's 71. Oh, what's our, what's our main man? Eating something, or was he whistling? I can't tell. I think, yeah, I think he's whistling. No, he. Might. No, I think I don't know. 
But he is driving a horse and buggy. Going to these ruins here. <laughs> so describe to everyone what's happening right now, Kyle. Alright, so now Victor had uh you know, our main man take him in a carriage, horse drawn carriage, up to these uh ruins of a house and is wait, is this Rudolph now? No. Uh is this Rumpelstilskin? I don't know. But um Ruins of a house. I mean, this isn't the house that like he lived is in. Is it? Right? I don't know. And is that a goose? That is a goose. I wasn't even... Yeah. That is a <laughs> dead goose. A lot of birds in this movie. Oh, now he's... Oh, no. Okay. That wasn't... Let me see your face, and I'll tell you if you're Rudolph. He's blonde hair. I don't think so. Hmm. Looks a bit, little bit like Captain Hook. <laughs> I don't think it's him. But you never know, I guess. He has... I can't, yeah, I can't tell. Like, if he's, like, you know. No, it's not. No, it's the mustache guy from before. No. Isn't it? The guy that we were saying, like, that showed him the picture stuff? Oh, it's just a different mustache. No, yeah. Why are we getting all these new characters introduced, then? I mean, this might be a guy from earlier that we don't remember, but it's not... I don't know. Hmm. He's got a feather on his cheek. And there's circle, a nice, nice scenic view in the distance. <laughs> this looks like it was shot like I, I'm, they said it was shot in Poland, but this could have been shot in like a North American forest as well. Yeah, I was gonna say this reminds me of like a hike I've done in Oakland, New Jersey. <laughs> Before there was a lot more action, and now I think it's more difficult because there's a lot more just like dialogue that's yeah. happening. That we're now, not sure yeah. of. Now they're like solving things or figuring things out, and I just really—I wish there was like a bit. I wish there was uh, like a Wikipedia page at least that did like a whole plot breakdown or something. We just have. Did you say there was one in Polish? No, there was no. There's been no oh. like, like. Uh, they, there's only summaries. There's not like a plot, you know, like break. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It'll probably just say the same thing, like the year is 1770, Europe is in a ravaged state. <laughs> Sorry, you just got clubbed in the head with like a glass bottle? Yeah, oh, like, what, what would that be called? Like you pour the wine into it, let it breathe? Oh, uh, so it's the sea, right? What's that? I think it starts at the sea. Yeah, uh... Let me see, I'll look it up. What you let wine breathe in. Mm. Oh, oh, decanter. Dec yeah. You're that close. was wrong. It's the next letter, D. Yeah. Oh, this guy was in the way beginning, right? 
Yes. So is this all a ploy? Yeah, so now we're getting into, like, Clockwork Orange territory of, like, people from the past and having getting their revenge or something like that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I remember I think it- very, 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 very little from this movie. More than I didn't remember from Synecdoche. <laughs> um, I think it was all the people he cheated at cards. Oh, well, that would make sense. But I just really want to know then, like, Rudolph's, like, state, because Rudolph definitely seemed worse than Victor. Ow! But who knows what's truth or lie here, you know? Uh, Hoffman, protect your man. He didn't know. He didn't know. He definitely didn't know. This guy just is hitting Victor with a metal... I don't know. It looks like uh, something to use in like a chimney. Yeah, fire. it's got a hook on it. And doesn't this guy shoot this guy now or something? I don't know. It's a lot of betrayal. A lot of cheating. Oh, Spoiler alert. Shooter. <laughs> That's why it's called Shula. Shula. I just thought that was like a guy's name before we like knew anything. It is like Shuler sounds so much more exotic than Cheat. Like if I heard a movie coming out was called Cheat, I wouldn't think it was a period piece set in you know late seventeen hundreds Poland. Yeah, yeah, just got <laughs> a classier sound to it. I guess it's just, it's a. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of dialogue here. Sorry, guys. That's why yeah. we're quiet. Captain Hook is back <laughs> up by the goose. He's got killed. And now the... Oh, wait. Okay, so... The guy that beat up Victor is pleading for something, showing his... his sack of coins. Hmm. <laughs> He's so nonchalant about like lying by this Oop, goose, and now and he just, just shot him, sh- shooting, shooting people. Yeah, and our main man is just watching while what? this all happens. What? And he th- that, then he also threw a Captain Hook threw a knife from such a distance to a guy's throat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he rides off with his goose. <laughs> what a movie! Wait. This is, uh, what's his name? It's Victor still. It's Victor, and his face looks terrible. He's maybe lost, I mean, I don't know, he shouldn't have lost, like, a lot of blood or something, but yeah. Got hit in our the main man's so canter. loyal. What's that? So loyal. He's so loyal, our main man. Loyal, but why didn't he step in before? He's not brave. Eh, well. He didn't nurse him back to health. Maybe they, he would have got shot if he did that. Yeah, but those guns only have one bullet. You know a lot about guns. This is you have like that was the kind of well, that's what it was back then. Oop, wait, what? Oh, okay, that was definitely a jump cut scene, right? Yeah, because we just jumped to unless it's just bad filmmaking. We just jumped to a scene where uh, this is Victor's Victor, training montage. Yeah, Victor's training. He's shooting like, cabbage from a from his bedroom yeah, to his da- yeah. And our main man's putting it on top of a statue outside so he can shoot the cabbage. 
Ooh, more movie time. The original slideshow. <laughs> what? This says, like, it doesn't, again, we don't know, but it doesn't feel like the plot hinges on this invention. Unless there's something about, like, memory and he needs, like, after seeing pictures, he's remembering things. I don't know. But you, did you need to have it that way? It couldn't have been like, oh, his handkerchief is here. I remember. <sighs> so oh, weird. he's getting his picture taken. <laughs> Would you trust this device? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wants like one of those cool like gangster rapper uh, photos of like him. Yeah, firing. He looks like Andre three thousand with the bandana around. <laughs> What an idiot. Like, if you're going to shoot someone, you shouldn't, like, have evidence, even if it's prim- primitive evidence, and yet he's taking photos of himself, like, shooting <laughs> things. Nope. There's Captain Hook. He sees Victor. Wait There's a minute. There's a guy hanging in the background. That guy's supposed to be dead. And here's Hoffman again, horse and carriage. With the photographer. Oh, is he going to, like, show him the photo and be like, this is going to happen to you. You're going to get shot. You're going to get shot and then disappear. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Ooh. He's chasing after him with a stick, I guess, I guess. Despite, like, training with a gun, he chases after him with a stick. Wait, but who is this? Who is this guy? Like he had to have been in the beginning. I'm assuming he's on uh, uh, Rudolph's payroll or something. Yeah. Ooh, I like this shot. This location. Some kind of cathedral we're in. This is our big chase scene. Does our main man get any kind of like payoff of any kind? I don't know because I don't think he has any. I mean, he got plenty of payoff at the beginning. We'll put it that way. But (laughs) I don't think I don't think so. To be honest with you. Wait, did he get shot again? Maybe or just. His fishing rod is... uh, Oh, a bird. A lot of bird imagery here. (laughs) Being in the the house of the Lord, he's going to meet his maker. (laughs) Oh, but wait, this guy roared off somewhere else. Is this going to be Rudolph? Yep. Oh, he's got the (gasps) flag. Uh Uh-oh. He didn't practice good social distancing. Victor's alive. Uh oh. I think he just said Victor. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, Victor. Yeah. I picture that guy having the voice. What's the Muppet band called? Oh, uh, Doctor Teeth and. Uh... Yeah. 
like the main if, if his name is Dr. Teeth I don't know but like the main guy in that oh no not he looks more like the other guy in Dr. Teeth's band the one like oh you're has, right you're like, right similar I'm hair thinking of that guy like I'm cl- thinking of that guy yeah yeah man so still Victor's he has still the plate <laughs> Victor's still alive he's riding a horse <laughs> this way right now but yeah I mean we, we just saw like uh What's his name? What's going on? Rudolph. Oh, this is a... Telescope. Telescope. Rudolph in the bath. Like, he has a plague, but he's in the bath with multiple women. Like, you can't do that, man. <laughs> he just really does not insane. care. It's true, though. He really does not care. So, I have no sympathy for him. <laughs> really, really strung out right now. Victor has a lot. What? There's a child oh! I forgot about this. I don't remember what happens. No, I'm not going to spoil it for you. This is this is a you know. wait. I remember us being confused about the payoff to this, so we'll see actually what happens. Again, is I mean, this isn't like a who's the woman? I believe it's like is it the brunette. No, I think it's like the sister. And I, it's not like something along the lines of like, not spoil it. Like maybe he doesn't end up killing him because he sees that he has a happy family, something like that. Yeah, see, it's the sister. Oh, she's made to look older, right? The sister, yeah. Yeah, this is weird that they like didn't make our main man look older. <laughs> maybe he's timeless. <laughs> She's sick too, is that why she's holding it? I hope not. You didn't really take care of the place, guys. Let's chat, but over here. Oh, is that like (laughs) part of it that like, do you think like Rudolph put a bullet in the gun and had Victor killed her brother so he could be with her like comfort her and be with her something like that you know what we should should have listened to our episode (laughs) (laughs) that would have been good oh this is more fun this way you know it hasn't been that bad like it hasn't been like oh my god I can't watch this it's certain we've certainly seen worse films right like this should be released I don't know if I want to know but how far along are we um, technically, I don't know if you can see the screen like I can see. The I can 120... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're one twenty six into one fifty three, and again, there might be credits and stuff. So <sighs> <laughs> it's not so bad. Less than half hour left. Seems like she's singing now. <laughs> Memory. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to do like a Le Mis song if I remembered <laughs> one. Oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Like uh, saying Le Mis and I just did catch. That's the Tom Hooper who did a great movie of King's Speech. Then did Le Mis, which wasn't a real big hit. I mean, I know she won Best Supporting Actress, I think, Anna Hathaway. But, like, it was a little controversial because it was all live recordings, which is very, very, very rare. 
Mm-hmm. And then he did Cats. Yeah, quit while you're ahead. <laughs> At one point I wanted him to direct uh, a Queen movie, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I did too, but <laughs> it's, it's hard to justify that pick right now. Yeah, I'd say so. So what is... Yeah, it's just a lot... Yeah, we're getting this... Isn't it weird? Like, usually movies go from a lot of talking to a lot of action. This movie goes from a lot of action to some action, but a lot of talking scenes. Yeah, just like... People... I guess explaining where they are and what decisions they made. Like, she's probably like, I don't... Yeah, like, after John... Harden died. I I didn't know where to go. You were in jail, and so Rudolph took me in. Yeah, and he's like, Ooh, I killed him. It's like, oh, what, what did I say before? She looks. She, actually, she looks like a combo of. Um, I'm not going to again remember both actresses' names, but uh, Rose Byrne was one of Rose them. Rose Byrne, and then what's her name from uh, like uh, Groundhog's Day? Oh, Andy McDowell. Yeah. Just like a Rose Byrne Andy McDowell combo. <laughs> I could see that. Rose, Who does Victor Rose McDowell. Uh, yes. Who does Victor remind you of? Anyone? Um A little like um I guess, no, I guess not. I was gonna say Oh god, I'm so bad with names today. Um Because I can't figure it out. Like the children, F, the children. Like Murray Abraham, but not really. He doesn't look like him. I could, I, I, yeah. You're thinking like Amadeus. So. Yeah, exactly. It's that. It's that. Yeah. It's just like that inspiring me. So I, yeah, I think he didn't do anything because like he has a family now, and he's plotting like a different kind of revenge. Perhaps he's got this manor house that he's living in now. It's not the old place, obviously. Yeah. I can very, like, count on Monte Cristo. I think at first he was just, like, going to kill him, but then once he saw that, like, his fiance ended up with that guy. Which is a movie with uh, <laughs> Cavazil, so. Oh, yeah. Wait, that guy kind of looks also like like older version of the actor we we're calling John Harden. Maybe he's a relative. <laughs> Everyone in Poland is related to one another. <laughs> so, what's going on now is a mystery to us, but there's a lot of intrigue, a lot of questioning. Quite, yeah, yeah. A lot of possible confusion. <gasps> is this I one? don't know who that is. But That's not the one that like... Philip Seymour Hoffman is having sex with, right? That would be quite odd, because she was just a servant, right? Yeah. <sighs> this is tough to say right now. Like, they're having a stare down. Like, she should know. She, she seems like... Yeah, exactly. She seems like she sees a ghost. It's me, Victor. And they sleep with each other? Or is this a flashback? Like an old lover who... Or a weird jump cut. 
It, it could be as well. <laughs> you just don't know. Please, someone, please get the footage of this film and give us a, a, a new copy of it because we need it. Those look like satin sheets. Silk, maybe? Ooh, yeah, definitely. Those, yeah. Are you a silk sheet guy or a satin sheet guy? Uh, cotton. <laughs> that t-shirt material? Yeah. You into the flannel sheets? Uh, I had them as a kid. I remember they had penguins on them. But uh, no, I've been uh, just a good, good, um, good comforter, a good du- a duvet. God, I want to know what she's saying. But again, even if we had the sound on, it's that looks Polish like a music joke. video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. <laughs> the pace of the film has also slowed down so much. No, not at all, has it? <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting because we were actually like going fast and furious for a while, and then it just <laughs> yeah, and then just like the past like half. I feel like the last hours. So because he's just like living his life now. He's like, oh, you know, I'm over with that. Oh, here we I'm go. A... Yay. Yes. Riding in two black stallions. News from Rudolph, perhaps. Were those yellow Rudolph roses? Dead? Were those... Yes, symbol of friendship and Texas. The yellow rose. Yes, the yellow rose is both a symbol of friendship and Texas. I'm not saying it symbolizes it in this film, but generally, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Like you give a. No one's going to take it that way today, but theoretically, there was a time you gave a woman a yellow rose and it meant you want to be her friend. It's weird. I would feel like, if anything, a woman would give a man a yellow rose back then. I mean, yeah, it could go that Let's way just as be well. Friends. You know what I mean, sure. But it meant something back then. It was like, oh. There is no God. Oh my oh, god! Oh, photo guy hung himself, and Philip Seymour Hoffman is broken up about it. He lost his religion because he invented the photo machine. What are they? His glasses. He took one last photo. Oh, isn't it? It's the photo of him, right? Oh, wait. Oh. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, I saw that one already. I broke it. <laughs> it's just like the same shot. Yeah, it's like, that's my photo. Okay. I remember taking that one. I guess we're going to have to... Maybe that one doesn't break. Ooh. Boudoir shot. Hmm. <laughs> We're trying to piece it together with, with you, buddy. Okay. 
<laughs> so we're getting uh, like just shots is, of. Is things. he learning right then, like that this guy was like related to them or something? Like they're a person. Wait, that's now who he's with, right? Yeah, but did we know her from before? I don't know. <laughs> and is it enough for someone to kill themselves over? If there's uh, no I'm God, confused. I don't. Yeah. You, character who we just introduced ten minutes ago. He took now, pictures of all of us. <laughs> the original selfie. <laughs> now you know the truth. That's not good. We don't like to see violence against women here. He's grabbing her. And she, but she's grabbing him in the hair, too. She seems to be explaining to something very crucial to the plot. Right? She's explaining to him, and we're not I, getting it because... I think they're just arguing over the bed sheets. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did you go with this orange color? <laughs> it's the autumn time! <laughs> How is this his fault? Well, I guess he, he attacked uh, Everything is always the man's fault, Brian. All right. I mean, I think that, well, he did cheat people out of money. Oh, right? uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Maybe, like, she's in on the plot, too. I would just, like, move to a different country or something. Like, so no one knows me, and I don't have to worry, like, if they're in on the plot to sabotage me. <laughs> He's having a very, very bad life, I guess. I mean, it could be worse, obviously, but... And now they're, like, embracing, like it was nothing. Huh. Hmm. Nighttime stroll. (laughs) Yes. A nighttime stroll. I hope we're building to something. I think we're building to something. Is Again, he, at least we're finally visiting Rudolph. I guess so. They're hearing something. And and our main man Hoffman is here again. He's in this film so much. Like again for an early role, I love it. Yeah. Very green lighting. That's definitely not natural. Or maybe. Maybe it's the Emerald City. We don't know. The Great Oz. Naked people and fruit? There's so much of that in this film. Oh, is, this is the girl that was at Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? Uh, you would recognize her more than me. I think so. I think that's like also why like our main guy is going to be here during this scene. Oh, like she was so in it's Captain well. Hook and yeah, and the stable girl. Ooh, finger looking good. <laughs> Just shoot him. I'd shoot him. She didn't seem to age, right? The stable girl. No, neither her, Phillips nor Hoffman. Hmm. Oh my god. Gun to the chin. Is it Victor? 
what what bone would you have to pick with me? <laughs> <laughs> you can always grow a better mustache than me. <laughs> well, that's not technically true, right? Because he had the full beard. He could have just... Oh, yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Wait, his shirt's off, but he still has, like, something on his wrist? Like a lace kind of... I guess it wasn't connected to the shirt. I'll bring that back. <laughs> it's very princess. Oh, on him. Oh, it is very princess. That girl is rocking the original choker collar. He's like, I have a knife. The guy just spared you. Oh my god! Now shoot him! Shoot him! Yeah. Shoot him, Victor. He just tried to kill you. You ha- How did he miss him? He threw a knife from so far away in those ruins be, before. He might be inebriated. Uh, uh, you practice on those melons. Just shoot him. Did you get him? Yes. The guy, like, guy was asking for it. You don't, like, yeah. someone spares your life and then you throw a knife at them. What is happening? Main, I just changed main, those seats and fixed that wall. Our main man is very upset too because his lady friend is with a gross dude. Uh, you might want to leave the room. <laughs> uh, s- sorry, babe. I thought he was going to have like a you Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, forty-year-old virgin moment. <laughs> Wait, like, but hey, this is now the house of. Whose kids are these? <laughs> He's taking him. <sighs> He's, He's just taking like him. starting up like an orphanage or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving one to Hoffman. Wow. Maybe that's the boy from the tree, right? Yeah. No, definitely. Wait, but that wasn't. What era are we? Is is it a time machine, perhaps? <laughs> I'm going to listen to our episode uh, after, you know, maybe sometime this weekend. I'm just going to figure out if we had figured out any of this before, or we were just as confused. Mm, oh, you've always been loyal to me. Take yeah, exactly. Shot. And start a great movie career in America. <laughs> Shula. What? I'm assuming that's a cathedral that he was in before. Maybe? Yeah. It's certainly not a house. That would be insane. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a casino. Did the, wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, we complained that there was a lack of action. Uh-huh. All right, we're back to very hedonistic. Uh, oh, that guy is doing something. So yes, they're in a hedonistic casino. It doesn't look as fancy as the old, and it might be the same when it's just like completely Victor. falling apart. <laughs> Victor's face is all dirty from riding so fast. The debauchery. The debauchery. 
Hey boys, Mika. remember uh, remember me? I cheated the one time, but I promise I won't this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Must smell in that room so bad. Oh, I can't imagine back then, man. I guess again they were more used to it, but still. I just I don't know. You still like they they make that argument right, but you, there's still the absence of smell. You know, you know what that's like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and then you there's the absence of smell, and then there was good smelling things. Yeah. Like, or, like after, like when you took your once a month shower or whatever, you're like, <laughs> oh, I smell better now. This is the better smell. <laughs> oh. Your money's no good here. You cheated me. I never trust a ginger. Guy kind of looks like a... Mm. <laughs> Who am I trying to say? I'm assuming we're getting to the ending. Unless it just doesn't have ending credits. He looks yeah, like he's like singing. Kind of like Ian McKellen. <laughs> like a ginger Ian McKellen? Yeah. Sorry, ginger might be disrespectful. A red-haired Ian McKellen. Which also, then, I'm going to argue, it's orange hair, it's not red hair, so, you know. Okay, an orange-haired Ian <laughs> McKellen. It's okay, I'm a dirty toehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it all went to shit, there's... Everything's all broken down. Is yeah. He, is he double pistoling? It seems like it. Damn, he means his business. This is very like Michael Douglas falling down. <laughs> That's a food scene I gotta cover. Oh my god, yeah. Look, I mean, that movie is kind of controversial these days. It's very like, you know, we'll just say it's controversial, but... That's a scene. That is a food scene you have to cover. Yeah. The Mac, the that's not McDonald's, but the fast food scene is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. If you don't have that on your list, like write it down right now because you don't want to forget that one. Well, it's always on like lists out there whenever I'm looking. It's a good one. Gotcha. Rudolph. <laughs> on his harpsichord. Is that a harpsichord? I don't know. I don't know. You're the music man. That's your mistress. <laughs> I am not Harold Hill. <laughs> well, la dee da. <laughs> this movie could have been so much shorter. Like, we don't need these, like... Unless she's singing to him what's happening, which I really doubt. Clean my face. Yes, <laughs> it's quite dirty. Oh, oh, it's it's uh Rudolph. That's what I was saying. Rudolph. Yeah. 
I didn't think you were serious. Yeah. Oh, the plague. I shouldn't be near you. To be fair, like, we can't hear the dialogue, but it doesn't seem like the acting's bad in this film, you know? Like, yeah. it, it it feels of the period. Yeah, now it has, like, a little bit of, like, a Phantom of the Opera vibe to it. <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> He's always <laughs> confused looking. Yeah. That's a big, that big is. pistol. Do they duel? Does he give him one of the guns? Oh, I think he does. I think he does. I think they have a duel. He's like, let's make this fair. and Maybe he cheats him. Yeah. He's got great teeth for being in the position he's in. Huh? Maybe not. Maybe we just made the duel thing up. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could be like, pick your gun. Okay, yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> wow, I would not I trust do. him enough to sh- turn my back to No, him. of course not, unless he, oh, he just wait. gave him a gun. with. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, I don't know why he wouldn't just shoot him, but I think he might have given him a gun without a bullet or something like that. I know he did. Okay. He just wanted to die, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess so. He chased his own blood. <laughs> so this we're still in this confusing scene. Uh, yeah, poor... Phantom of the Opera <laughs> <laughs> scene. I wouldn't get close to we'll someone with a plague. But he pulled his mask down. No, oh, but me- oh. oh, that's that's his. You know, his revenge, right? To give him the plague. I think. Maybe not. I don't know. Who the hell knows? By the way, our timestamp, guys, is 1 hour, 50 minutes, and 29 seconds, 30 seconds, 31 seconds, 32. And then he took his family. <laughs> but He killed his, his former best friend and took the but family. But that's the blonde woman, not the not that guy's wife, right? Because the guy's wife was the kids, John sorry. Harden's sister. Yeah, I should say he took the kids. It's weird. Hmm. <laughs> Did you think that we'd end this film in a badminton like finale? Is that what they're playing? I can't even tell. I thought it was. It just looked like they're throwing a a ball or something. I don't know. Is, oh, I is that they a shuttlecock? Yeah, because look, there's certain. Yeah, I think oh, it's okay. a shuttlecock. There's a long lingering. There must be a voiceover. Because <laughs> yeah, but even then, it's just like a very voice. weird. Is this the end? Oh. Yeah, he killed his best friend. That's all Bruce, we did. What he happened to Wilson Hoffman? He was upset that his girlfriend was cheating on him. Cheat, but you know we don't really get a payoff with him. Schuler. <laughs> That's fine. Him. He wasn't the main character. Schuler. Yeah. Schuler'd him out of this. The. Fin- I wonder if we're gonna get. 
The end. And again, apologize if you're my wife in the background. We've bled onto her yoga time. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we already saw our main man. We got the credits. I thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on this April Fool's Day. It's nice talking with you, Kyle. I know we've talked on our respective shows as well, but it's nice doing Hoffman. This is originally what brought us to the network. Um, and, you know, I hope you're staying safe, Kyle. Yeah, I'm do- trying to do my best, you know, being pretty much only seeing people when I go grocery shopping and just uh, practicing distancing and wiping down things when I get home and everything like that. So, But coughing on every piece of food I pass by. Yes. <laughs> and are you kissing... Uh... People with plague masks on? No, I'm not, no. I pull them off and then I kiss them. Okay, yeah. okay. I figured. Well, you know, as we alluded to uh, many times in the episode, Kyle, of course, your other show is Foodie Films. Indeed, it is. I mean, cool stuff coming up there. Um. Well, this yeah. What? The, oh, this is oh, same same day. There's two. This is April Fools. I've got a Foodie Films because it's Wednesdays. So episode came out today of foodie films if you're listening to this the day of uh, april fool's day <laughs> uh with uh jeremy uh jacobowitz who is uh many things but he's mostly known for his uh social media presence as brunch boys and so gave us a lot of insight oh. on that um very popular account he's been on like numerous like you know like daytime shows talking about it and just uh Really cool guy. So it was nice sitting, sat down with him a little while ago. So of course I'll uh, mention in my cold openings how you know wasn't talking to him during this crazy time. So I hope he's, I'm sure he's going a little stir crazy because that's all about you know his whole thing is going out and you know promoting new uh, eateries and everything like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely a challenging time for everyone. As you mentioned, the restaurant industry, the service industry in general. Uh, looking forward to that episode and. My other show, High School Slumber Party, because of all the chaos and the free time I've actually had, we're going twice a week. Wow. At least, yeah, at least uh, through the crisis, so Mondays and Fridays. Uh, we just did a film called The Way Back, and Joey Lewandowski, the godfather himself, was the guest, and that's a new Ben Affleck film. It? So almost all the films that were in the theater that got like their runs cut off are on a VOD Oh, now. okay. That's cool. So, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's $18, so, and you have to buy it. You can't rent it, which it's fine, though. Like, how I justify it is if I was going to drive to the theater, I'd probably go with someone. I, if I'm going to Alamo, I might get a drink, you know. I'd probably yeah, spend not, that much anyway. it's not anyway. terrible. Yeah, exactly. And now I get to keep it and watch it anytime I want. So, And it was a really good film, and, and that was a good episode. And then we'll have an episode this Friday as well, and that'll be a really interesting film where John Cryer – who's 22 at the time, plays a 29-year-old stockbroker who's wanted by the mob. <laughs> so he goes back and hides out in high school. And so 22-year-old John Cryer plays 29-year-old who's pretending to be 17-year-old. It's called Hiding Out, and my guest is one of my favorites, Kate Hudson. That's a fun fun episode as well. And of course, though, you're all Hoff fans out there. You appreciate a good Hoffman film. And you guys voted last time on our social media for us to cover Love, Liza. We're still going to do it. That's not disturbed at all. And that'll be the first Monday of the month. And it's later this month, pretty much as late as it can be, right? It's the 6th, I think? Yeah, April 6th, correct. 
Yeah, so Kyle and I will be back rewatching Love Eliza, a very personal project to the Hoffman family, and can't wait for that. Anything else you want to say, Kyle? No, guys. I just want to, well, I want to remind you to check out all the other great podcasts on, uh, you know, the Cage Club Podcast Network. And in these uh, very weird and scary and just different times, I mean, stay on cool. Thank you.